0: Okay, welcome to another episode. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the ridiculous standards that most people hold dogs to in general. This is something I find myself talking about quite often. And, uh, and it's something that I truly believe there is a huge disconnect between how we feel about Every other animal out there, and how we feel about dogs, particularly. So I'll give you an example, and this is an example I use quite often. If you have cats, and your cat does something pretty gnarly, if you do, if your cat bite, bites you, or if your cat, um, you know, gets on the counter, <laughs> or your cat does something that maybe it's not the most desirable thing if you are a cat person and you, you've ever owned a cat you know that cats will do certain things like that right and when your cat does something like that you just chuck it up to it's a cat that's what cats do when you see any other animal when you observe any other animal out there any, really any animal okay <clears throat> whatever wherever you are your experiences your your particular uh perspective on on uh, on certain animals you'll notice that animals just do things and you look at whatever that animal does and you go well it, it's an animal that's what they do okay you uh you you hear of goats that will just chew through wires and and just tear things up and if they happen to be near maybe a uh, a house it's not uncommon to hear of goats chewing up walls and, and other things right and you just chuck it up to well they're goats that's what they do and I could come up with countless examples as to what animals do and how we we just go well that, that's an animal that's what they do but with dogs for some reason our expectation of dogs and our our standards that we've held dogs to are so unreasonable that it doesn't even make sense like for instance if a dog you know pulls right if you put a dog on a leash and it pulls Yeah, a lot of people are like, well, it's a dog. Yeah, that's what they do. But some people get incredibly offended by that. And I'm not justifying that, okay? I'm not saying that every dog needs to pull and and that's what they all do. I'm not justifying lack of training. I'm just illustrating an example right now. Okay, so if a dog pulls, typically we get it. That's that's just a dog pulling. But some people get incredibly offended by that. Like, Like they get upset, they get angry. That's just one example. Okay, I can give you, I can give you several examples. If a, if a dog growls, if a dog barks at another dog, lunges at another dog, or barks at somebody, same thing. A lot of people will go and go, well, that's a dog. <laughs> that's, what, that's what dogs do. But you also have people that will go, oh my God, what's wrong with that dog? <laughs> Why is that dog barking? Why is that dog lunging? Right. Um, if a dog is eating food and another dog gets near that same food, that one dog will maybe growl, right? Or if your dog is eating food and then maybe you happen to get nearby and the dog now growls, same thing. A lot of people look at that and go, Wow, there is something wrong with this dog. We need to address this. We need to reach out to somebody and and we need to have them fix this. Not realizing that this is quite a normal behavior with just about any other animal. And if you were to see that same behavior from another animal, you wouldn't go, Wow, I can't believe... That uh, you know, I, I can't believe that that these animals are, are are getting competitive over that piece of food. You don't normally have that same reaction, right? If you if you watch uh, the nature shows and you see animals fighting over over a, a kill, you just look at it and you go, "Well, that's what they do. They're getting competitive over that piece of food. It makes sense." but when our dogs do certain things then we go this this is like the end of the world we need to fix this that this can't be normal now i get that dogs are domesticated animals i know that they are not wild animals i understand that and i and i think most people and if you're listening to this you get that too but even if you work with dogs regularly it's still easy to fall in that trap of you know we need to figure out why the dog is doing this and we need to not only figure out why it's doing this but uh this has this has to be a huge problem i, I wonder i wonder what is going on in that dog's head and we have to remember that it's an animal it's just an animal it is okay if it gets competitive with other animals it is okay if if it pulls and occasionally lunges it is okay if occasionally it does or decides to do things that you find inappropriate because you find them inappropriate it doesn't mean that it isn't appropriate for them they are after all just animals it's when people just fall in love with the idea of dogs being these amazing creatures that are just flawless and that they you know that they're angels and that they are you know their immense best friend and and they are just pure that's when you screw yourself and that's when you screw your dog too because when you have that expectation and when you hold a dog, any dog to that standard They're always going to come short. They're always going to fail. Because they're not angels. They're just animals. They are going to make mistakes. They are going to do things you don't expect them to do. They are going to occasionally get in some sort of situation that... They never have. This is when you hear people say things like, oh, he's never done that before, I wonder why. Because it's an animal, that's why. Again, I'm not justifying lack of training, Okay, I'm very, uh, I'm very pro-training, <laughs> obviously by, by the title of the podcast and by you know the uh my youtube channel instagram facebook yeah dog training is my passion right i have 3 books on dog training so i'm very pro training i'm very pro structure but i understand that dogs are just animals they are going to do things that you don't expect them to do it's just- it just happens it doesn't make you are less of an owner. It doesn't mean you're less of a trainer and it doesn't mean your dog is a jerk <laughs> sometimes people will say things like that, and I've been guilty of it too, where we go, "Oh man, that dog is such a jerk or we say things like, "Oh, that dog's an asshole I get it you know I get it we we do we do um fall in that trap and it happens if you're a dog trainer too it doesn't just happen with pet owners okay we really sometimes just need to remember that dogs are going to do things that we don't anticipate sometimes and what we do in training especially if you compete that's the thing you know when you compete but I'm not talking about dog diving or uh no offense to dog diving I'm not talking about dock diving. I'm not talking about stuff like that. I'm talking about competition where precision and discipline are the order of the, of the game, right? When, when that's part of the game, when that's the main game, and right? when you have, like, obedience or you have impulse control that needs to take place during that trial, you can prepare all you want, and, and we do, you know, we do prepare ourselves for all these events, for the trials, and we do countless training sessions, and we spend lots of hours on the field training and training. But at the end of the day, a dog's going to do what a dog's going to do. And again, it's not to justify lack of training, Um, but but that's the thing, I mean, there, there there, are going to be some errors. But just what happens is with training and preparation, you just improve your odds. That's what it is. You're improving your odds. But there is never a guarantee that the dog is not going to mess up. And this is as true for competition as it is for just your your average pet. Okay, yeah, occasionally the dog is going to do these things. But I find it's much easier to deal with those things when you remember what they are, they're just animals. Once you, once you really get that in your head, you never take any offense to what they do. I never take any offense to anything my dogs do, never. I don't get mad, I don't get like, disappointed like I've seen some people do with their dogs. Right? Some people will, like, get disappointed, they get really upset. They get angry, uh, you know. They'll start yelling. They start having conversations with their dogs. You're probably seeing them too, and like they're getting so frustrated. I don't. I'm just looking at it as you're an animal. <laughs> you're gonna do things. I mean, if I don't trust a person to be a hundred percent reliable, why the hell would I hold my dog to a to a standard? where I don't even hold a human being to. And so if I know that if I know that I can have a person that speaks my language and I can really convey the importance of a um, series of, of of behaviors or whatever, right? Even if I tell a person, hey, can you do, do this huge favor for me? Can you just uh, do this and this for me. It's very important. A lot is riding on this, and it's not gonna be a lot of effort on your part. I just need you to do this. Are people gonna disappoint you occasionally? Yeah, they're going to disappoint you. They're going to backstab you. They're going to tell you, oh, I forgot. I I forgot to do that entirely. Right. If, if people can do that, and we go, ah oh, man, that sucks. I can't believe you did that. But you know you can't trust people. Right? That's what we say. Huh? That's what people are. If if even with people, we know that they are very likely to, you know, or at least that they, that there's a possibility that they're going to fail or disappoint. Why, why, would you hold an animal above that? And go, oh well, my dog is different. You know, my dog is not going to disappoint me my dog is is different he's not going to do that because when you think that at some point they're going to disappoint you i've seen it. i mean i see it i see it with uh with some of my club members i see people get upset with their dogs i've seen it so many times i've seen it at trials i've seen it when uh you know when the trial is not going the way the uh the Handler's expecting it, and then they're on the sidelines talking to their dogs. I see people get really heated, really disappointed, really upset and and I'm thinking if you just if you just um you know if you just remember that that he didn't do it to spite you, if you just remember that he's just an animal, he made a mistake, just think some gets you so much easier. you don't take a personal. You're much more neutral about it and you're happier and your relationship with your dog is better because you are now operating from the perspective of, I need to just improve my odds. Okay? And, and everything I do, the training, whether it's for competition or for home manners, whatever the case, all the training I do is really to improve my odds And so the more training and the more consistency, you don't even have to be like a crazy dog trainer that puts hours and hours of training, but the more consistency you put into the relationship, the more consistency and structure you put into the dog's lifestyle, the higher your odds of this dog not making mistakes are. Okay, Higher odds, but there's no guarantee. There is no guarantee that they're not going to. And just remember, don't take it personal. Now, a lot of you that, uh, that are listening, you, you know this information. You completely understand it. But like, as professional dog trainers, we'll, we'll really spend a lot of time telling our clients this. But then it's really easy to turn around, look at your own dog. And hold it to that unreasonable standard. So just remember that they're just animals. They really are just animals. Don't hold them to an unreachable standard. All right, if you like this episode, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel. Uh, Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook. And uh, if you're interested in uh, maybe some topics that you want me to cover just let me know. send me a message and I'll pick some topics to expand on uh also if you wanna um you know do some uh some coaching I can do that too i have uh I have a few clients that I talk to on the on the phone and just uh help them out with uh you know just answering their questions. Uh, Just let me know if there's any of that that I can do. Maybe we can make it an episode or we can uh, figure something out. Okay, talk to you on the next episode.